Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Now, today is Friday, and that means one thing. It is time for the rules of language learning. Now, as you know, on the podcast, I like to answer your questions. It's my favorite thing to do, but I also think it's important to talk about the lessons that I've learned and to give you my personal take on the questions that I think really matter in language learning. Perspectives and ideas that might not be immediately obvious, but I think are really the most important things of all. And so this is where I offer you the rules of language learning. It's all the most important lessons that I've learned over the years distilled into simple rules for you to follow every Friday. Now, these rules are also available as video, uh, so recorded in my studio, and also as blog posts in case you like reading, so you can do that. To find these blog posts and video versions of the rules, simply go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com and click through to the language blog page and you'll find all the most recent rules there. And if you want to find some of the older ones, you can type in troll into the search bar. Troll, of course, standing for the rules of language learning. So it's nice and easy to remember. Before we get into today's rule, I'd like to thank the wonderful sponsors of the show. They are, of course, italki. And italki is a place where you can get speaking practice for the language that you're learning. So if you think that speaking your language a little bit more would be helpful, and it always is, then italki is the best place to connect with native speaker teachers and tutors who can help you get that all-important speaking practice. If you'd like to get a free lesson, you can go to iwillteachyouanguage.com forward slash free lesson and follow the instructions from there. I'll be back answering your questions as usual next week. But for now, please enjoy today's Rule of Language Learning. Welcome back to the Rules of Language Learning. My name is Ollie Richards. Back in the dizzy days of 2011, I was living in Japan, teaching English. It was a start of term and I remember my boss telling me about a new class of students that I was going to take over. He said, uh, it's a C2 class, Ollie, super advanced. Now, I knew something was up immediately because a C1 or C2 group class in Japan is very unusual, at least in the casual language school setting that I was in. But then I noticed the grin on my boss's face. So I said, okay, level with me, what's going on here? And he said, okay, to be honest with you, this group is probably no more than intermediate, at best. He went on to explain that they were long-term students at the school who had been there at the school for almost 15 years. They basically stopped improving at intermediate level, but they enjoyed English and their group of classmates, and so they kept coming back and wanting more. Now... After a certain point, they'd been through all of the intermediate textbooks that existed. They'd taken all the tests and probably failed them, but the school eventually took the decision to move them up to a, an upper intermediate class and then an advanced and an advanced plus class where they've been ever since. And that was where I came in. You see, my job was going to be to teach this group of intermediate students with a super advanced textbook and nobly continue the charade. Now, we can debate whether this was a good decision from the school or not. On balance, I think it's probably the only thing that they could do, because you know, what are they gonna do, send them packing? But the big problem faced by Japanese students in Japan is that they have very little opportunity to practice English out in the real world. 
And as experienced language learners know, you can't study your way to fluency in a language. But here's the problem. These students thought that you could study your way to fluency. And so this begs the question, is more knowledge a good thing? Now in most areas of life, you'd have to say yes. More information about the food you eat is better than less information. More information about the, po the politician you're considering voting for is better than less. More information about crime rates in your local neighborhood is better than less. But with language learning, is more information actually a good thing? Take this group of students as an example. Now granted, it is rather an extreme example, but quite typical of how many people think about language learning. They think, learning English is hard, so I better study as much as possible so that I can learn all the stuff that I have to learn, and then I will be fluent, right? Wrong. In my experience, people drastically overestimate how much stuff you need to know in order to speak a language. In fact, one of the keys to speaking another language fluently is to accept that you'll never know everything, because once you accept that, then you can concentrate on expressing yourself with the stuff that you do know. Expressing yourself and making yourself understood with minimal knowledge of the language is one of the hallmarks of successful language learning, because that ability to find a way to communicate above and beyond your current level is a skill it's a skill that scales from the very low levels to the very high levels, and it is the seed that confidence grows from. If you're always able to somehow get your point across, then you never need to be frightened about forgetting a word or, or messing up your grammar. But the trouble is, we're conditioned to think that it's more knowledge that's the answer to our fluency problems. Your textbooks are full of stuff, but there's a lot that you can do to learn a language away from your textbook language exchanges, writing a diary in the language, going to community events, reading blogs, listening to audiobooks or podcasts. You can get out there and enjoy doing all of these activities and many more before you've learned everything in your textbook. You'll find that you learn a lot of the stuff from your textbook naturally by doing other activities without having to study it at all. But most importantly of all, stuff that you do learn in a textbook, well, it won't really sink in until you start to use it in the real world Anyway, you see, there's a, there's a funny little concept called the natural order hypothesis. And this states that when it comes to learning a language, you will learn grammar in a particular order. It's your own natural order that's personal to you. And, and that natural order of learning is so strong, it's so ingrained, that even if, if you try to teach me some grammar that I'm not ready for, that doesn't fit into my natural order, well, I simply won't learn it. I'm not ready for it. So I'll I'll learn it later when I'm ready for it, thank you very much. Now, this is an idea that we covered back in the fourth rule of language learning, and this is the real point of, of this rule. It's not only that you don't need to learn everything in the language first before you start using it, it's that you often can't learn it before you start using it, or at least until you're ready to learn it. And this is why my so-called advanced plus students in Japan were able to keep studying and studying for over 15 years without any meaningful progress. There's so much more to do in our textbook, we, we have to finish this first. Well, how different would things have worked out if, instead, those students had been helped to find conversation partners, or asked to produce some writing, read books, or join an English society, or give talks in the language instead? Anything, in fact, that showed them that there was life outside that textbook, and that they could use the modest amount of English that they already knew to go out and live their lives in a second language 
instead of allowing them to continually kick the can down the road until they're ready. And so if you find your language textbook to be a source of anxiety, an oppressive tyrant who's constantly reminding you of everything that you don't know and haven't mastered yet, stop to consider whether learning that stuff will actually change things for you all that much. Consider how much time you're spending worrying about all that stuff in your textbook. And instead, think about everything that you already know and congratulate yourself for it. Start planning how you can begin using that knowledge today. Thank you for watching. I hope you enjoyed this video. Subscribe to the channel for more just like this. We're going to hit 100,000 subscribers by the end of the year. That is the goal. So hit subscribe. Tell your friends about it. Email them. Send them a link to this video. Tell them to subscribe too. You know it's the right thing to do. And remember, just because it's in your textbook, you don't have to learn it. Thanks for checking out the video. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it and you'd like me to continue this series of the rules of language learning, then you can let me know by liking this video. Also, if you'd like to be notified when I upload new videos every week, then you can subscribe to the channel using the big red button below and the videos will pop right up in your news feed. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you do enjoy the podcast, then you're going to love some of the email courses that I've created. These are completely free email courses which are written specifically for different languages and different levels. I've spent years writing these things. So whether you are an intermediate Spanish learner or a French beginner or Japanese advanced, whatever it may be, I've got email courses that give you some of my best tips for learning those languages at different levels. So whether you're struggling with how to get started, whether you want to know how to understand native speakers when they're talking really quickly at you, whether you want to get better at learning grammar, I've got stuff for you that I send out completely free over email. If you'd like to get these tips, then please go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips. That's IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips, T-I-P-S, and I'll get them sent out to you right away.